everyone. Welcome to today's episode where we have a very special guest with us today. We have Miss Tanya Jones of the um, Superintendent of Tahlequah Schools. Is that Tahlequah Schools or how do you? Tahlequah Public Schools. Tahlequah Public yes. Schools. There we go. I didn't go to Tahlequah, so I don't get that right all the time. Tanya, I'm, I'm not even sure where to start here, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to jump in. So Tanya was um, People's Time Magazine Person of the Year. <laughs> Might as well have been Tahlequah's Time Member Person of the Year, Grand Marshal for the uh, Christmas Parade, which folks, that's a big deal in our market. So I don't know if you know that that's a really big deal. Uh, you've been Volunteer of the Year. You've been Teacher of the Year. You've been Administrator of the Year. You you just are everything in our market. We are just so proud of everything you've done for the community. What, when did this start? Oh, well, I think the, the fun public accolades uh, started in the last year or two, um, and it's been uh, overwhelming. Um, but have been an educator in this area for... 29 years? See, 29 years? Now here's, and Jill just did the same thing I did because when I was kind of putting things together, I was like, were you 12 when you started? I mean, I started right when I, I mean, I graduated a little early from college, but not much. Okay. Just, um, but it's the only job that I've ever done. You know, I went yes. straight from uh, uh, Tahlequah High School to NSU um, and then right back into Keys Elementary as a teacher, which is where I went to elementary. Yes. So then back to Tahlequah where I went to high school. It's kind of been a circle. People oh always ask, are you going to go back to NSU one day? <laughs> I don't have any inclination to college professor or admin. Um, but uh, yeah, it's all been right here. I mean, maybe never say never, right? Well, never say never, yes. Well, and I think that that's the thing that I absolutely love is you were literally homegrown, you know? So started as a student in Keys and then taught at Keys. Your your children went to Keys and then Tahlequah Public Schools. Um, now you've taught at both. You've kind of gone back and forth. I just, again, I can't get over 29 years. That That is a huge, huge commitment. So it is good. A, few, a few more to go till retirement age. But um, I think that's what I love about this job the most is that, well, number one, it was a life goal from a child. I mean, it would have literally, I would have told you I wanted to be the boss of the school when I was a little girl. I mean, oh. I knew I wanted to be a teacher. Then I wanted to be the boss of the school. Didn't really know what that meant at that point, but I knew there was a leader that yes. took care of us and um, have absolutely been able to uh, just follow that dream path. So this is a dream job. It literally is a dream job. The one I wanted more than anything in the world. So um, it's personal. Like you said, my husband graduated from Tahlequah. I graduated from Tahlequah. My boys graduated from Tahlequah. Yeah. I've lived here in Cherokee County since I was six. And um, I cannot imagine living anyplace else. Oh, I love that. And not only had you committed your career path to education, but your husband yes. is also... Yes. <laughs> and so currently, what is his position? He is the varsity basketball coach at Telco High School. Okay. And is a health um, teacher also at the high school. Um, had stepped down from varsity coaching. I was going to say head years. coach, but I don't yes. know what the right terms uh, are. Head yeah. coach, yes. Head coach, okay. Head coach. 
Uh, as you know, our youngest son is an NSU basketball player, and so when Riverhawks, River <laughs> um, when he graduated to go play college ball, um, he stepped down from varsity coaching, so we could follow him a little bit easier. Yeah, I do have on here uh, Riverhawks cheerleader of the year. So do you, she qualified for that too. <laughs> She's at all the games, uh, I, all the games. <laughs> That time in life goes way too fast as a parent. Um, he's got another year of eligibility. And if we can drive there and we can be there, we are there. I mean, that's, that's just always amazing. been very important to be supportive of our boys, of Brody as well. Um, if there's something at the fire station in Muskogee, we're there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think what's so amazing is that I haven't known you other than through real estate. But then I got the opportunity to get to know you when my granddaughter went to school um, Cherokee Elementary. And, you know, we had some hiccups and things just, just because of life. And it was always so comforting to know that you were right there. Do you know what I mean? And that was amazing. And then I was super fortunate that your husband was a coach to my son and, you know, away trips and, and games and all of that. And so I really have always known that there is such a commitment there for the children. And I do say children because whether they're high school or college, they're still our kids, you know. So I absolutely adore that. So the commitment to the children, where does that come from? Like I know you said you always knew you wanted to be the boss of the school, but that's a little different than leaning into the community and the kids like you have. I think um, growing up at Keys and having some wonderful teachers really led me in that direction. Um, I, I hesitate to say any name because I know I'm going to lose. Right. You'd want to so name them all. Right. Right. So but if I ladies. said you have to give me the top two. Miss um, Bearpaw, Louise Bearpaw was one that um, just touched my heart. She believed in me. Um, Things we learned. all have that teacher. Yes. Yeah. And so, I mean, she's one that just comes right to mind. You know, Doris Halpane, Sandra Addington, um, you know, Miss Miss Marsh, but it's not Miss Marsh anymore. Um, there, there are so many of those women that Nita Hayes that lived in, you know, near me in Keys. So many of those women that just modeled love. Um, they st structure and I mean, they, ha they had high expectations for you, mm -hmm. um, but they did it with caring and school was a place that was always, um, safe okay. and fit, met all the needs that a person needed. Yeah. And a lot of times in my life as a young child, I needed it. Sure. And yeah. so um, the, it became, you know, like the haven for, for goodness. And they always, they just saw good things in you. Ah. They built me up and, and they expected me to go do good things in life. And because they had that expectation, I, I met that expectation. Yeah. I really think, you know, people live up to what you think that they're, they're capable of. And they helped me to really believe that I was capable of that. So I think, you know, school's important for that, um, not only to myself, but seeing other people that I truly believe that's the way that, and education is the way that our children can get out of any circumstance they're in right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that's important. Yeah, it's not, it's not something, it's not who you are, it's something that happened to you. And with education, you can move forward. I want to shout out to Miss Ringo and Miss Elpin because my situation was the same that when you said structure and safety and 
they just always acted like I was so smart. I was like, well, now I have to be. And the, and now this makes complete sense because you've always had that inner just shining star when you look at kids. It just has always just, you know, touched me the way you respond to children. And now I understand that. Yeah, that's Very beautiful. Important. That's yeah. why we do what we do. I, I love um, every aspect of my job, but every decision is made with kids in mind. Yeah. Um, I, I love the 500 plus employees that work for us and I, I want to take the very best care of them that we can every day. Um, but they all know we make every decision with kids in mind. First. But can I say, because I follow you on social media, obviously, but it looks like y'all have fun too. We do have fun. I mean, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, they are having a good, and, and I think because you're having fun and that shows and people want to be there to help the children. It's not a have to situation. Right. Well, that's important. Yeah. That, that culture piece is important for employees and for our families as well. Yeah. Um, we need kids to want to be at school. We want the families to want their children to be at school. Yes. They've got to trust us. But there's there's got to be an element of lightheartedness to it and a good time to it. Because like we all spend, I know as an, you know, well, I spend definitely more waking hours at work than I do at home. But, you know, those teachers, they, they put so much uh, effort and time and so much of their heart into that. Yeah that we have to fill their bucket, you know, so to speak, so that they can fill others. We have many, uh, we live in an impoverished area in, yeah. in, in many aspects, and um, about 70% of our students are economically disadvantaged. Uh, we, on a regular basis, send home about 225 backpacks of food every weekend, so kids have food on the weekend. We are very well aware of the circumstances that some of them live in, um, and when we are not... Um, when we are not uh, in school, I'm not sure that they have something right. to eat and that they have a warm place to stay. Yeah. Oh, that's true, too. Even so, more, even the warmth of it. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the backpack program. Um, it, it is probably one of the things that are nearest and dearest, that whole community outreach center that we have. Um, it is completely funded by donations. Okay. Um, we have some reoccurring donations, but most of them are sporadic, uh, but our community is very supportive, um, and so we've been able to continue this for many years. Uh, we have care teams in each of our buildings, and, and basically that's a group of decision makers in the buildings that um, anyone can refer children to for any any need. Okay. Um, but sometimes it is because there's a lack of food um, or just basic needs, even um, along that line. Um, then what we can do is talk to the family and just get permission to start um, sending items home with their students so it has to because we do work with the Oklahoma Food Bank I think that's the name of the, the food bank um, it does have to meet some nutritional requirements so there's going to be a meat or there's going to be a fruit or there's going to be a milk so there's um, not not really a backpack but there is a sack of food that goes home every Thursday um, or Friday with students so that they have adequate nutrition for the weekend things that they could make on their, their own um, so oh. they don't have to have someone they can help them cook. It's something they can do with a pop top or like even the milk is something that doesn't have to be refrigerated. So in the 80s, that was just known as latchkey kids, <laughs> which is how I was raised. What What is the term now or is there one? Uh, I've I heard latchkey just recently. That's funny. But oh, really? That. But it, that that is not... 
I don't know that there is a term okay. um, specifically that we would use for students because a lot of those students stay with us in our after-school program. Oh, okay, um, so we right. Are very fortunate to have wonderful programs okay. all of our and at all of all of our sites, but the community outreach center that we have created at Tahlequah um, does the backpack program. We also have food pantries. Uh, we have a food pantry at the high school. We have a food pantry um, at, at our at our outreach center oh, where families could come and get things where they could like make meals. Okay. Um, a high school student can go into and and get boxes of macaroni and cheese and vegetables and things like that. You, you know, away from their peers and yeah. they, they tend to not um, participate in the backpack program as much as younger students. Sure. There's a stigma to that maybe that they're a little worried about, but mm -hmm. they can go in there privately and basically shop for those needs. Yeah. But we also, I mean, we gather clothing. We have a little bit of everything. Yeah. Socks, um, gloves. Yes. Things that, that some of us take for granted are not readily available and you guys do cover that. And so if somebody wanted to donate to that, what is the best way to make sure it goes to that particular program? Well, we are working on an online donation system as we speak, oh. so that's going to be so much more helpful for people. Okay. But what they could do at this point is just go to the Board of Education. Um, when they donate to Tahlequah Public Schools, that's what they would be made out to. But on the subject line, they would just put Tiger's Roar, or they would put the backpack program, oh, okay. a specific activity account, and it goes directly in there for that use. Perfect. Um, Tiger's Roar that I mentioned. Backpack is just for food, mm -hmm. and Tiger's Roar is for other things that they might need. We might have a family that loses their whole home in a fire. Oh. Um, we might have a child that's an unaccompanied youth and does not have a guardian or an adult um, that needs to get their driver's license or get a copy of their birth certificate. Things like that cost money. Right. Um, someone that might need eyeglasses and has not uh, had any success in getting enrolled in something where they can get them for free. Mm -hmm. um, there are a lot of other needs like that that we work with for kids, uh, high school kids that couch surf, you know, they're yes. homeless yeah. um, and have no form of transportation, but we can get them a bike and they can get to a job and they can get oh, to wow. school. Yeah. Um, little things like that. Again, the structure, the safety, the warmth, the food, there's, there's so much involved that we don't even realize. So, yes. yeah. So from a community standpoint, thank you so much because it's just amazing. So when you are not, you know, when you don't have your cape on and your Wonder Woman outfit here and you're not at a River Hawks game, what do you do? What is your, your chill out time? Goodness, when you take basketball and <laughs> my job. There is no time. Huh? Is there? Um, really just enjoy spending time with family. Um, okay. I, in the last couple of years specifically, have really slowed down to just my immediate family um, with two grown children and a daughter-in-law. And um, being with them it is most important. Yeah. Um, you know, we like watching movies or playing games. Uh, you know, we like dominoes or card games or things like that. Um, really, that's about all we do outside of basketball and, um, and work. If you follow me on social media, you see like Dwayne and I like to take many adventures. I've noticed a couple of those lately. Yeah, kids that are basically out of the house at this point. Um, we have been able to date again, so Aww. we just go on little mini adventures and find nice places that we can drive to on any given day or an overnight trip, and um, just try to unplug and uh, just go see some cool stuff that we wouldn't normally see. 
Well, that is amazing. Well, again, I just, I think I speak for all of Tahlequah when we say you really have made an impact on the community, on the school system. I know, you know, your husband and you with my grandchildren and my children. And, you know, we're just so thankful that you're a part of the community and then all you've done. Now, because you've accomplished so much in this past two years, what's next? Well, I hope to do this job until I retire, okay. um, which uh, has to be another six years, but I hope to last longer than that. It's a hard job. Sometimes I wonder, can I, can I keep this up for yeah. 10 years straight um, at the pace that I like to do it? Right. That's right. probably the thing. Because did we mention she's a go-getter? <laughs> Trouble slowing down. Um, Really, uh, I mean, I, I want to finish my career here. Uh, I've got uh, many things that I want to accomplish in this school district, um, but I, I don't want to be any, I mean, I'm not looking to move from this job or go to a larger school district or do anything else. Um, I want to be here, retire as the Telequa Public School uh -huh. Superintendent years from now. Um, and just really give into this community. I want to leave Tahlequah better than I found it. Oh. Um, so really are spending, we're spending a lot of time on what do we want this to look like 10 years from now? That way we can start systematically working back and making sure we're taking those steps to get there. I love it. I love it. And and we're all about goal setting around here. You guys, if you watch any of the podcast, that is one of the, the most positive ways to approach it is, is where do you want to end up? And as I mentioned, she just does not take no as an answer from the universe. So I suspect you're going to be very, very successful. I've got some big asks. So we'll see. <laughs> okay. Now we always like this, this question we did not pre-send you. So this one's going to be a big one. Uh, we always like to ask a controversial question of the month. And this month the question is, do you always make your bed? Every day. Every day. I knew the answer to that. But I got a shout out to Dwayne Jones because usually Dwayne Jones makes <laughs> Okay. The bed I, gets made. <laughs> I get up first and then he gets up and then so he makes the bed after me, except when he's driving a bus because he still drives a bus route oh, every wow. day, except during basketball season. Um, and so usually it is him. Okay. After 26 years of marriage, he gets the pillows right now. Oh, finally. <laughs> Because that's important. It is. It right. Yes. Surprise you. Yeah, that does not surprise me. So either you make the bed or you delegate it. Either way, you get credit for it every day. So, yeah, there you go. I think we all knew the answer of where that was going. So, well, it, again, I don't know how you had time to come in today because I know you've got so many things happening, but we really do appreciate you coming in and sitting down and talking. We're going to put Tahlequah Roar and the Backpack Program information, a link below or anything we can find. And when you do get the system set up, reach out, let us know, and we'll help share it because we think that's amazing. And just thank you so much for all you do for the community. Well, thank you for all you do for the community. Wow. Hey, it is our town, right? It is. It is. <laughs> and all. There you go. Absolutely. Yeah, we had not mentioned that on air. We're actually our we're neighbors, back to back. Yes. Yeah, back to back, and we never see each other because we're we, always working. That's exactly what we said. We we have to go out in public to see each other because we're never home to see each other. Um, but guys, please like, follow, and share so that other people can be aware of the program that Tahlequah has to offer and that they can also
also get to know uh, Tahlequah's Woman of the Year. <laughs> I'm going to start that. I'm gonna, that's going to be a thing. Um, absolutely. And then if there is a person that you would like to see on the next episode, please reach out or a topic that you would like to make us aware of. We'd be happy to consider discovering that information with you. Thanks for watching, everyone.